come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Every Saturday night, a new episode magically appears on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and more. Hey, do us a favor. Go on over to wherever you can hit the like button, the star button, the, you know, whatever, favorite button, because that helps us get our message out help us. <laughs> to more and more unsuspecting people every week. This is the show where we talk about movies, we sit down, we watch one, and then we talk about it for your education and listening pleasure. And tonight, the Saturday Night Freak Show starting lineup is Travis, Sean, Brandon. And I'm Colin. And tonight it was my fault. I chose the movie, <laughs> and it's called Lemora, oh. a child's tale of the supernatural, <laughs> aka Lemora, Lady Dracula, Lemora. aka Le- the legendary case, Curse of Lemora, the from Curse of Lemora. Sometimes for the noise of me opening a flask <laughs> right in front of, of a microphone, or as I'd like to call it, Alice's Adventures in the Shadow of Innsmouth. Yes. Ah. Sometimes, sometimes we sit down and watch movies, and sometimes we sit down and watch. Sometimes movies things. watch us. I don't know. Yeah, things. things. So. Well, this, this was on film. Yeah, it was. It was. There. And that also goes to say something about in the state of independent filmmaking in 1973. Like, if you had access to a camera and knew how to operate it, I think that gave you, like, you had a chance of getting theatrical distribution. I mean, now everybody has, you know, uh, can, well, because that was before the studios camera. bought all the theater chains, right? Yeah, that's why yeah. you could pretty much shop it around and blah blah blah. Drive-ins because, and, uh, as soon hit, as I want to say, hit what, the late night drive-ins. For sure. yeah. yeah, I want to say what well, as soon as Jaws came in, the studios were like, "Fuck it, we'll buy the theaters and we'll just you know." <laughs> <laughs> well, they were doing that like in the it was like in the fifties or no? I think the the studios were building theaters like in the thirties, forties, and fifties, and then they started selling them off. Like they were the blockbusting. Yeah, they That's owned, over. you know, Paramount owned and operated all their theaters and stuff like that. So they started selling them, and then you had little owner-operators coming in, and then that's where you had – where you could actually have product that's kind of like a regional movie. Like yeah, You can make sure. something in the Midwest and just play, like, in the Midwest kind of uh, thing. Well, that was a big thing how – not that – I'm a expert. That's a big thing. I like stag. Prove it. Uh, no, just, we're, how, we're, we're not experts. How, how like how like stag movies were too. It was a, like a weirdly regional thing that was just like hand to hand, like passed from like weird people, like dudes in the back of libraries yep. or whatever, watching your like Betty Page movies. Yeah. and on like that's how I did it. Millimeter film. Yeah, exactly. Like trade them around. Yeah. So this is the product of a guy named Richard Blackburn. He also stars in the movie he as the, the Reverend. The Reverend. Oh yeah. Wrote it. His family like put up money for it or something. He's a UCLA film <laughs> grad. He's got no other movies to his credit. I've reached my peak. Well, he like barely yes, even wrote I can't this make anymore. <laughs> Went to the top of the mountains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hard, I made my movie. A hard road well, back down. <laughs> would it shock you to learn that this movie didn't perform well when it first came out? So he sold it off. I think his interest in it, and it kind of was. That's why it was distributed under so many different titles, right? They want more. They're trying to trick people. It's like you, you thought you saw some shit before. 
I saw title. a poster for this movie that said something about lock your doors, something, something. There's a possession taking place. Turn off. Uh, when they released it fo- following The Exorcist, right? Oh, right. No. Oh. So they just released it every few years after a big hit, and they just kind of like patterned it after that big hit? <laughs> that's not a bad yeah. marketing that's, strategy. That's not. Yeah, right. yeah. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. For, well, how yeah, many fucking not. those exorcists behind the or beyond behind the door? Behind the door? Behind the door. Is it beyond the door? I don't beyond know. Whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. Abby There's and, an upside down cross in the title, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's la la ha, dun, dun. Yeah, that's all you need. So, this movie. Wait, wait, let me, so let, this should, is how people describe this movie. Or at least the pull quote on the front. Start. Should we like start from ourselves the beginning and move on one by one? Uh, yeah, do we we'll, start from the beginning? We'll get there. We'll get should we give the like the list? starts like Batman sixty six <laughs> Dutch just, angles and I'm shit? I'm just saying. Yeah. Should we give the Gangsters listeners a oh, synopsis so, right. so they don't have to Dude, watch it? Is, did something happen in this movie? I mean, is there a synopsis? <laughs> I mean. Yes. Oh, I got it. I got it. It was blue. I'm right. in the zone. Do you want to blow it. it out for us? Okay. Let's just start from So this is the paragraph version of. Yeah, this is my fast five. Um, okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, Lily, right? Lily? Is it Lila? Yeah. No. Lila. Is it Lila? Lila? I thought it was Lily Lee. I don't know. Lila so, Lee. I think that might show. Lila Lee. Is it Lila or Lily? Lila, Lila that, Lee. That shows how much this movie's going to stick with you. <laughs> stuck. Um, Lila, yeah, you're right. She's Lila is an angel. She is Played by the late Cheryl angel. Rainbow Smith. I, um, I have some things about her, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we looked, we looked up the same. The year thing. after this, she did Caged Heat. Correct. And then the pom pom girls and swinging cheerleaders. Awesome pom pom. Until until the eighties when she, she a, got lost into heroin. All sound yeah. far more interesting, but continue. Uh, well, Cage T was like a like a ex famous like women in prison exploitation. She was a groupie in Phantom of the Paradise. No shit. I don't know which groupie, but she was in there. Cool. All right. So Lila Lee is the daughter of a mobster who, in the opening scene. Kills his wife and her lover. lover. Um, cut from that to the church where the director slash actor is <laughs> preaching. Well, not okay, not so much preaching as much as just saying, like, this girl is so pure. <laughs> Despite you whether her father was a murderer, you <laughs> don't judge her. It's Colonel Sanders. She's listen she to that fucking voice. She's her beautiful voice. <laughs> no way is. that came from a murderer. No way. She's lived with me for three years. Yeah, this is three years later. We jumped to Lila Lee singing in the choir. Yeah. But but it makes it sound like you're still talking like it doesn't matter if you murdered her mother in cold blood. She's an angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't punish her for the sins of the father. <laughs> He's preaching to an all-female all uh, female? congregation all female. there, too. All-female. They all look down when he mentions... Uh Gossiping. Um, gossiping. Well, yeah, they're all like, oh, yeah, yeah. small town. It takes place in Georgia. I had to look that up. Wasn't it Georgia? That's I could yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like Florida, Georgia. Everybody should be like, hey, Shook. Don't worry, Shook. Shot in California. Uh, so they really kept it close to home. She goes home. She lives with the Reverend as well. Um, he he like adopted her or something. Yeah, it seems as, as such. I don't know. It's a little hazy. Um, <laughs> Not much explanation. Yeah, dude, that. this movie's really. She hazy. gets a letter. Fucking letter from Lamora. Yep. Yep. Telling her that 
Well, he's, I guess, okay, father. I'm sorry. At this point, she thinks it's from her father. It's actually from Lamora, Lamora but from... No, it's from Lamora, because he says, I'm taking care yeah, of your father your who's father. dying. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right, all so he's right, taking right. care of her father who's dying. And he, his one, I like, wasn't watching. His like, one last wish is that like, his daughter comes back to like forgive him or whatever. He's mm. just driving around for three years, because that's okay. where we go. He's driving around. Just driving. <laughs> like, he's in his car still. So here's a question I have. How on old the road. do we think oh, Lila is my Lala Lee. in this movie? Well, Lala Lee's 13. She's 13, 13 years old. How old is Cheryl Smith in this movie? Uh, uh, 21. Oh, thank God. I, I don't know. <laughs> How old do you think? She is a developed young woman. Let's put it that way. How old do you think the actress was in this movie? That's what I'm saying. Probably in her, I would think, somewhere between 19 and 20. She was 18. Lila was 18. Oh, okay. Lila was 18. I looked it up. Which is hence what makes the titties all right. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> because this movie is all about everybody wants to fuck a 13-year-old. So uncut, we're, we, we, we are led <laughs> to believe fuck? in this film. Oh, you didn't? Oh. No, we, I, I watched this on YouTube. It's rated PG, but you can get away with more in a PG well, movie. I don't think her boobs were on YouTube. Well, well they were her. I mean, uncut, it's there were well it was items, but there was shifting. You had to be looking glimpses. for <laughs> Really hard. You fucking guys. Um, <laughs> this little girl. Hey, I felt bad about her. Okay? on her way. <laughs> Okay, we are led to believe in this movie that every single person wants to rape a twelve-year-old. Yeah, well, that no, like no, it's very religious. That is, <laughs> the, that is the main thing. It's like The Exorcist <laughs> the, is the only movie from the seventies where the where the priests are good guys. <laughs> like everybody else, be like, I'm this, gonna everybody, and the dude at the train station. Yeah, it's like you want it was some just chocolate. Every you like person soft or hot she happened well, to come dude, around because it's Alice in Wonderland. She had to eat chocolate. Uh, she had to get. She, she had to eat something from a stranger. That's what I was wondering. It's like, is there a is there a fantasy? Because I mean, all this was like, okay, it's a child's tale, of the supernatural. So this guy, <laughs> that, which this is Richard Blackburn, which is arbitrary. It means fucking nothing. no, 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 no. Like, it's her point of view. R- I think that's no, what Richard I'm saying, Blackburn. Right? I, I think he's really he's taking from everything that's supposed to be like a fa- a fairy tale. You know, yeah. he's taking this Alice in Wonderland type of girl. Yep. But is Evil there like queen. is there like a, a famous is I don't know is there a famous fairy tale where a girl gets a letter from her father like what no, Beauty and the Beast? It's Drac. Isn't it? It's Bram Stoker's Dracula. She gets the invitation oh, to come to the castle, mm-hmm. and then when she's there, it's all strange, and you know, there's all this weird stuff going on. She's not seen, and the mirror scene is right out of okay, Dracula. Okay, okay, right, okay. Yeah. So this move, okay, okay. She, so because that's why it's like there's the coachman, but he's actually out of the shadow uh, over oh, Isma. Oh yeah. I mean, that, well, that's not even scene. the coachman. That, the the train, the ticket station. Like as soon as she goes to the ticket station, and then she gets on the bus. Who I'm assuming the driver's name is fucking Joe Sargent or whatever. Yeah. And then he explains how like the people have the 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 Astaroth, the Astaroth look. look. Yeah. I was like, the fuck? well, they even worked in that dialogue about uh, those are the ones that have taken to the woods taken instead the of woods, the, the, the ocean. ocean. Where that's the Shadow Over Insmith. If you ever read by H.P. Lovecraft, where I mean that's fucking. I mean that's why I'm like, dude, why is it so hard to do a Dagon movie? This motherfucker, like he like almost exactly the start at the ticket station. Get yeah. on the bus. Uh, the things that were oh, like well, H.P. Lovecraft describes the frog fish people as like a barking sound, and this that guy took it literally. They're like they are barking. <laughs> there was a scene later on where she was uh, during like her she, where she was running in the, the old uh, town. This is way jumping ahead, but there was a scene where she locks herself in. It's like an old hotel, dude, and she gets chased. I'm that, like, they're back to the shadow dude, how, over in. Dude, something. how she got out of that was. Oh, I mean, it was like word for fucking word how she like goes through that like 
I don't even know how to describe it. Like she has to go through that like midsection of the hotel and then go across the the uh oh, the, the, the yeah, courtyard yeah, yeah. in the back. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is right out I mean I've been me pers I've been actually editing Shadow Over Insmith for an animation thing I want to work on. So I've been fucking reading this a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my god. Yeah. Like they just took it right out because I mean this Richard Blackburn guy's like, fuck it. No one reads HP Lovecraft. That's from like the 1920s or something. <laughs> well, it's paying like an homage, right? Are you saying it's an outright theft, or it's yeah, like it fucking a, told, I don't think it's an homage. It's an outright theft. This like guy is like he know. just used fucking public domain material to like write some of his script. I mean, like, so what if there's a fucking resemblance? Who's gonna sue me? <laughs> Even though I don't, the Lovecraft family might own. Well, I don't think so. The stories have got to be uh, yeah, copyright. Yeah, yeah, copyright's like fifty fucking years unless you're. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess I read that as like. It, it, I mean, it could be outright theft. It seems like it was an homage, right? Where they were, he was like, you know, I love these things, and I'm going to incorporate, put them all in a blender, and do like Dracula, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Dracula over Innsmouth, yeah, H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft. And I mean, I know there's other influences in there. Well, as there's well. like the uh, Lenora has like an old witch. Lamora. Lamora? <laughs> Lamora. Lenora. Lamora. I know. Lenora. It's, a, it's also it's a non, it's a unmemorable name for like <laughs> what, the Lamora? main character. Unless you're like an cool 80s name. run. That's why I keep Lamora. <laughs> it just sounds like one of those. It's up to you so, to write that song. Where do we leave off with Lila? Okay. So Lila leaves. She gets into this car. She sneaks into a car with some people. With the oh, young man. Like her neighbors. Yeah, with what we consider. That's right. That's how she gets to the tickets. This thing. Is, and this, this is, is how she gets hits right. on her though this right? is how she gets like young man. to downtown where all like the the dude and his girlfriend all they talk about when they don't know she's in the back is just like how like she, need, she needs to get fucked <laughs> i'd have a hard like, time concentrating on my bible studies if she was yeah, like, with me. Just, well the guy the guy says something about like she's like i need a ride and he's like get out of here Unless uh, before, I before I change my, my mind. mind, now get. <laughs> and it's like okay, and then uh, one. Yeah. then they're talking in the you know when she's in the back seat of the car, they're like the Reverend, you know, it's like got this little girl like you know living with him, and it's like he must be going crazy. And then it cuts to show like the Reverend <laughs> going crazy, like, like, oh, yeah. like, like just like biting his lip, like, yeah. <laughs> like doing Bible study. He, he's about to explode from like the sexual frustration he's feeling. Yeah. And remember, the, this girl is supposed to be thirteen in this movie. <laughs> She gets up, she's like, thank you for teaching me about Jesus, gives him a hug. She's like, stop it with your sentimental acts of affection. I cannot take them. (laughs) Go to your room. You will for child. So she she hides in this car until she gets to where what we assume is the slums of whatever town she happens to be in. Mm. Which, again, is just like. Well, the guy's strangling the wall. Like, (laughs) they stop it. Even the victim, like, looks like, the fuck's that? It's like, the hell? It's a guy, like, beating a woman on the side. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, a bad musical. Like, this looks weird. This whole scenario just looks like. Farmers, like, leaning, just leering. (laughs) Right? A woman in a red, in just, like, red light window. The the prostitute. And, yeah, the guy's just looking at the prostitute, like, I wish I could afford. <laughs> yeah, like eighteen inches from that window. It's like, oh shit! If I had eighteen more dollars, that fucking thing—that <laughs> would be mine. And she gets a ticket to Astaroth. Yep, Astaroth, which is where the H.P. Lovecraft a, thing kicks in. Correct. Which I didn't. Which I'm not. Yeah. I don't know my Lovecraft. Forgive me. I don't what? Know. 
I know that we are Lovecraftian. <laughs> I do know that Astaroth is the Grand Duke of Hell. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So one day we will all go into the water <laughs> or from, the woods, and, and the from what I grasped, yeah, the woods. So she gets she she gets to where she's going. It's bizarre. Um, is it me? Okay, am I wrong? There are two two types of vampires here. Yes. Yes. You're like animalistic, disgusting ones. The ones who changed. Yeah. They became bestial. They live in the They go to yes. the woods. And then the ones that just dress like Mormons. Yeah. But apparently they still have their intellectual faculties intact. Yes. Right. And they look. Even though they're, they're slaves of Lamora. Is she like the queen? Weren't there werewolves? Or yes. Supposed also, to be I'm also going to say they're, they're, the, <laughs> they're the feral vampires. <laughs> they're, they're very versus werewolves. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I believe Colin just, Colin just did yell underworld. Yeah, he I mean, did. Like, <laughs> they were killing you. He's like, underworld! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's vampires versus werewolves. I don't yeah. think they're supposed to be werewolves. No, yeah, they're just feral vampires who bark. They bark. I've never heard of Somehow the vampirism in this movie affects you like, but it, it didn't like really a toxic say, Avenger. Well, she <laughs> made, it didn't say L- Lamora made some statement about how like you don't have to change or blah blah blah. I don't, I don't know. She's, she's like, if I buy, well, if I give you the quote unquote <laughs> gift, yeah. right? Which is all done in like sexual innuendo. Like yeah. I don't remember the actual <laughs> line, but it was like this movie was just <laughs> like I've got this like, gift for you. Like, if I give it to you, it'll where's my father? First, first, let's dance. What the fuck? But yeah, if if Lamora gives her the gift, then mm. oh, she'll live forever. Yeah, but if if she's bitten You'll by one of the forever. feral things, it's gonna Lamora. like she'll become a beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, most of it's just like them sitting around. Like she's like, "Where's my father?" There's a lot of sitting like, around, a lot of walking. Let's just. Look at you. It's again just we'll tell saying, a story. Like, like so all of a sudden you in your head you're like, all right, well it's, it's weird because every man just wants to get with this twelve year old girl. And then like, okay, here's Lamora. And then all of a sudden you're like, Lamora just wants to get with this twelve year old girl. Because also what did she say to her when she was like You have a very exciting figure. <laughs> yes, yes, a very exciting figure. As she's bathing her, because that's what you do when you have someone over to your house. You're like, why don't we take a bath? Well you are we doing that after this? Like, you have no, such an exciting figure. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna use that line on my wife when I go home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll slap me and go to but, bed. Yeah. I didn't like, get her fuck fucking off. like yeah her crazy witch like cook or Solange? something. I just did it. Ah, 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 ah. It was just like this is fucking. Oh, did man. she do a little she song cir- around right, her? She circled her for ten minutes singing a song. I was yes, thank you for. Bring, I was going to bring that up. Too, That's what I was like. This is like every fucking stupid fairy tale and like Shadow <laughs> over in Smith and Shadow's all blue. Like, they're just like yeah, they're just. This guy just threw everything in there, everything he can get. Like, remember that? Remember that? Remember that? That old lady was singing that song at her for a long time. Long time. It was yeah. a long time. Because it, and it, it ends up with the, yeah, it's a, it's got a scary punchline. <laughs> boo. Yeah, boo. I was oh. terrified. So they've got Lila locked in this, uh, <laughs> they've got her locked in a stone room, children. right? Because yeah. Lamora, you know, obviously can't come out during the day. So. Lila's been locked in this room where she has to wait until nightfall or whatever. And the old woman comes in, sings this song. So the old woman, okay, so let me see if this is right. Because when the old woman walks in, she's like, Mary Joe, And this begins the subplot of Mary Joe. 
Lamora's previous subplot conquest. And and Solange also it's stated somewhere that she previously owned the either the house or the land that they are that Mary Joe her name or do you know this is her name? Solange. Uh, She said Solange. Solange, yeah. Yeah, it All stood out to me because I'm a fan of the movie. What have you done to Solange? So when I hear it, oh. like, <laughs> she said second time in I've the heard credits, that. she was just the old woman. Everybody in the credits is the old woman, the reverend, the young the man, the ticket man. man the, yeah, <clears throat> but um, those are like that is the fairy tale kind of archetype, right? It's yeah, like, you know, sure. and then the little the like, woodcutter, you know, whatever the fuck, the kinda. fucking children with the weird canned laughter, rapist number <laughs> one, rapist number <laughs> two, weird. They really could label them that. Right? Uh, yeah, so the there's your J.M. Barry was... influence. Those are the lost. Yeah, the boys. lost boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shut I was fucking kids. thinking that. I was like, they're lost boys. Stop yeah. laughing. Psh. <laughs> that was a bit creepy, though. That's I mean, the well, kids, all the oh, all, all the, the audio time. in this is uh, is ADR. ADR. Well, everything the is ADR. Even, yeah. The problem is that the audio is playing and. The, the fucking, kids aren't doing anything? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, the kids aren't doing nothing. They're just looking, and it's still like, <laughs> it's just like, what a the lot. fuck is going on The here? Reverend got a phone call, and he was like, he was like, yeah, that's, no, that's number 226. And his mouth was like, <laughs> yeah, that, the ADR was intense. In this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, so the, the next thing, like after the stone room uh, and the, the hint about Mary Jo, because she says something like Lila looks like Mary Jo somehow. Like she's, I thought she said she had blonde hair like Mary Jo or something. I don't know. And then later they see a picture of Mary Jo who's a brunette. <laughs> yeah, Mary Jo's like encased. So we find Mary Jo later, like encased in glass and looking like the prom queen or something yeah. like that. And was I, she? In, I thought that was a painting. Maybe it was. I thought it was. I thought it was a glass. Coffin I thought there was like a signature. I felt like it was a glass. Side. It felt like it was like a glass coffin labeled Mary Jo. Pipkin or whatever her Spurks or Mary yes. Jo Pipkin. Spinex. Spinks. Spinks. Spinex. Spinks. Mary Jo Spinks, 1893. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were like, he like found her and she was like. So she was a previous conquest of Lamora that uh, got away or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Didn't want love. So all of the clothes that Lamora is giving to Lila when she invites her into the mansion are clothes. Mary Jo's and stuff. Risque for a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> Some would say. <laughs> Sorry. Just By the way, where's my father? No, let's try this. No, one. no, no. Forget that. Let's dance. <laughs> right. Let me so swing you in a circle for ten minutes. This entire time, after you eat the plate of cube draw meat, Lila is. Which looking, I know well, that's that? just that's okay. courtesy. If you're having someone it over wasn't, your house, it wasn't like, does say that. that. I was, was like waiting like, for like it's rude not to. So I'm like, I should start playing catchphrase after the. Party. When she, so she <laughs> walks. She goes from the stone house. What they do. She, she finally meets, guess. but the cube meat thing, like it's not explained before or after. It's just like she walks in, she's like, "Oh, come, come. right." It's, it's, not, ex- it's well, not explained where her hunger for it comes from. It's like, okay, if you're in the thrall of vampires, well, no, no, didn't she get bit by one of those lesser things, or she I got don't scratched? Think she was turning, I don't no, think that because I, I, I thought that's what Lamoris explained. How like that was I, that was I after that. That, that was after that. that. Guys, yeah. So where we're at now is she <laughs> escapes out of the stone room. Uh, Lamora, there's a cat and mouse game briefly. Lamora finds her and then um, convinces her that everything's cool and this is my sweet big house and I have a room for you with your stuff and go up there. So when she gets up there, what we're, what we're talking about is there's this plate of delicious raw cubed meat on the table 
that Lila just is going. It's not even a hesitation. I thought it was not even a hesitation. So <laughs> I thought they were watermelon. I thought I, in my head because I, I was like, "There's no way that's raw meat. It's got to be like." It's <laughs> Are a, you trying to? It's a '70s movie and like it's like shitty. It's maybe it's like you're trying to justify in your head. Like, it's like just like really ripe strawberries, strawberries or something. Melting. Until later on in the movie when the old, they go downstairs, the old lady is just like chopping up meat in the cubes. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like as it fucking was. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't explain where Lila's hunger no, for that would come from at that point in time. Unless there was an attack in the stone house by the vampires that I missed. Nope. Lamora snuck in during the night or something? Nope. All right, because she's got some other little boy that she is currently working on, right? Yeah. I think right, like right after she leaves, the little look, boy gets taken to the stone house. Yeah. Isn't when Lila's in the stone house, she's able to see like through the window of Lamora's place and they're dancing. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the idea here being that Lamora has captured the gangster uh, and is to using him yeah, to bring in the yeah, singing but angel. But turned him into one of the lesser bestial. I don't. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think. Do you have a? I don't think there's a choice. I think it's just like when you get turned into a vampire, you either like evolve one way or the other. Is that what I got from it? Yeah. Like based Am on, I wrong? Cause based on, because if Lamora, is it based on her innocence or some shit? Because if see, yes, that could be the the person right. inside, like because he was an evil gangster, so he became an evil thing. Ah, uh, probably. Like so that. since she's, that's why Lamora. is you like it, we'll go with it. I know, <laughs> but maybe that's why. Yeah, that's why she Thin wants because because she can't she can't find a beautiful enough soul that she can like. I don't know, have a fucking well, girlfriend with. You know, everybody's like ugly that, on the inside like, or something. Is that also like, that's a, that is thin, that's a stretch. Yeah. But, that's all right. Is it a challenge? Is it a challenge for her to corrupt innocence? Because Lamora turned him, why does he, one of the ugly ones? It's the older, less attractive one with the younger, naked, sex slave. What was that one? What? Like a, What's the one movie he was talking Daughters about? Daughters of Darkness. Daughters of Darkness, where it's the older woman and she's got like the younger, sexy yeah, one yeah. with her. It's like it's kind of like that. It's like this seems like that's what she wants, and it's like that's what you're she a gets. lesbian. You want a young, uh, beautiful sidekick. girl sidekick. Yeah, like a Robin. <laughs> right, a Robin. She's got to be able to yeah. sing like an angel. That's right. Well, well she's, she's got to sing. It's like the an challenge. Angel. Okay, so Lamora representing evil has to temptation yep she has to corrupt innocence and in this case we were told in the very first scene that the most purest innocent person who's ever walked on the face of the earth is lila lee <clears throat> so it's a challenge because it's no way right? you know yeah uh the reason that the father even though he was turned by Lamora becomes a beast is because he's evil inside. I'm sorry, I was just disgusted we're by giving, the quote on we're this Mr. Uh, DVD cover. This cult chestnut is more intelligent, scary, humorous and effective than hyped recent genre efforts by say Coppola, Jordan and Carpenter. <laughs> Film threat. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Turn in your Rotten Tomatoes uh, card or whatever. We're giving uh, Mr. Blackburn too much credit, I think. <laughs> yeah, this says he was in Eating Raul as an actor. Richard Blackburn. He co-wrote it. He co-wrote Eating Raul. That's Eating the Raul. other. Well, that in an episode of Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, I think no, the only no shit. In that really movie. Yeah. I don't know. You think they eat Raul? I don't know. Uh, yes. I hope. Uh, yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, Paul Bartel. I haven't seen it. I haven't it's seen it. I've always looked at it. Yeah, I've always like picked comedy. up and been like, I don't know if I should see it. Uh, yeah. 
Waste my time. It's co-written <laughs> by the author of uh, Lamora, the Child's Tale of the Supreme. Lamora! All right, so where are we then? <laughs> uh, uh, Lamora, after... Don't say you know, it. Well, <laughs> the bathing thing doesn't have... Okay, so she's enticed her with the cubes of raw meat. She invites her... <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> invites her downstairs to have some quote-unquote wine, which, okay, it's, it's the it's, 70s... It's the, red, it's the 70s red blood. So it's paint. It's paint. And um, a bunch of these lost kids... Who have like really scaly hands? That was kind of creepy, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, the kids like, like you have fingernails, you look like little transvestites. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all dressed up like pirates or something. Yeah, yeah. they, they are the last. Well, well, there was one pirate. Corroding. It's like it's like until they learn to feed for themselves, they'll just slowly like. Okay, so there's a I thing. If, I wondered right? if that was a thing. That well, seems I because Lamora I mean, has this. Something. I mean, they're not like they're not subtle with the makeup in this movie, right? No. They paint it on with a very thick application, right, yeah. to everybody. And I'm like, is that just because yeah. they were afraid something wasn't going to pick up on the film or whatever? But now we've got high definition video; we can see all this stuff. But Lamora has uh, the broken blood vessel makeup on her, on her cheeks, which yeah. is a sign of overconsumption, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're going for. I mean, you've got the kids who are, they're like rotting away, right? Their flesh is rotten compared to Lila's because they're vampires. You've got the other vampires who run around, you know, the goth vampires, I guess, in the black, right? And they're just kind of pale faced. I think Quaker Oats, man. A little bit. There you go. With uh, fangs (laughs) purchased from your local Nyan and Martin pharmacy. Are the kids like wasting away because she's like, just keeps them around to feed off them little by little? Like well, she's feeding them blood from somewhere. Right. right. But is that to, like, keep them strong so she can feed off of them? I don't think a vampire can't feed another vampire. But are they She says really that vampires? the kids are immune to the disease that corrupted her father. That's why the kids peeked into the Lila's window in the stone room at night. Like every guy's in the last one. All right. So, this movie was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt my feelings. Uh, <laughs> I was offended. This movie's offensive. But is sir. it good? Is it bad enough to be funny or no? Just bad. Uh, you know, I, I think it rides that line. I think it does. Yeah. I mean, there's a few times like yeah, I there, there was. I, I counted four times in this movie. The fourth rape reference. Where no, was a little funny. no, there was more than four of those. <laughs> I'm gonna say oh, no because I watched. Started to get funny. I watched Spookies by myself and was cracking <laughs> up, and I was like, I gotta show this on the podcast, and then I was. Watching this, I was just like, "Fucking shit!" I have to keep watching this so I can talk about it. Uh, what was I gonna say? It made me go to bed early. <laughs> oh, there's four times this week when the the screen just it's it froze on a screenshot, and while the audio kept right, going, like that it's last like frame. you could tell like the audio like you could tell they were recorded separately. Like, are we gonna freeze in this frame so we can scotch in this next ten seconds of? Uh, yeah. Audio yeah. of ADR. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely a movie that's hampered by the lack of a budget or whatever, because Just toward lack. the end, there's a scene where uh, Lamora is making her final proposition to uh, Lila. Why you should come over to the dark side. Why, you know, I'm so awesome and, and you want to be this. So she's carrying a torch. And all we see is the oh, torch. We hear Lamora, but all we see is the torch. I'm like. Did they shoot this? Like, this is like something that they retconned, right? Like, after shooting was done, 
they're like, oh shit, we didn't explain some plot point, so we got to bring. <laughs> you know? So we we have the costume. We can pull that down over an extra and give them a torch. See, and have if that the was the talk. case, like I couldn't tell because there's so much of this they could have just gone back and retconned. Like, who's to say that wasn't their original intention? Or if they retcon that part, why didn't they, they could have done it with any other part of the movie? Yeah. Like, it's I hard wanna, to you can't tell. I don't want to say something controversial, but I kind of liked that scene. Or it was just the, I didn't mind vo- it. Like, you it couldn't was see her at all. You could saw like the torch coming in. Right. I could hear it's her creepy. voice. It's the least agree- one I of thought, the least egregious scenes. Of I the thought movie. that was kind of cool. Well, there you go. Then it works. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, that's like, like we've been talking kind about. Oh, kind like, of cool. The inside here, yeah, it cites the works of Shadow Over Innsmouth, Lewis Carroll, James Barry, all these other movies. Somebody put words to paper yeah. over this movie. This is very homage <laughs> Well, yeah, but in 1973, that's before, well, that's before the age of, like, Tarantino and all these guys who, I mean, they're... You know, doing homage. I mean, now everything pretty much is. You but know, they're doing. Well, I guess I'll maybe because they're doing homage to movies, before. right? Maybe that's why they get away with it. And if you do an homage to literary references, well, it's like just like public domain, <laughs> like you know, because it's not. I mean, because I don't think they're necessarily just references. They're really trying to be the plot of the movie. They're trying to be the things that happen in this movie are just the things that happen in the other stories. You know. That's why. I'm not sure <laughs> not Mr. Blackburn I, even had that much. I think he was just flying off the seat of his pants. Did somebody else write Found this? somebody no, to, to give him money for this movie. It was Robert was like, Burns. shit, we have to make hits like soon. Yeah, they're going to be mad. Well, I know they were, it, was, it was a response to <laughs> the mobsters. Uh, like, have seen, where's this movie we keep hearing about? <laughs> uh, we gave you money, motherfucker. Have you guys seen? Uh, we we're actually, working on it. Now we want to be in it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> make him the driver at the beginning. Yeah, there you go. Well, no, it was like he was in UCLA or something like that. It had to be like a family thing. If since everybody in the credit is yeah, like CV Blackburn, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was a response to a movie called Count Yorga Vampire. Yeah, you ever seen it? Yeah, so that, movie, that movie's not very good either. But yeah. that was, but it was a the box first, office hit, and it was the, the first mo- first vampire movie set in modern day, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. That's like its big yeah. Because after that, it like triggered uh, Blackula and modern Dracula AD nineteen seventy two. It takes place in California. Hell's yeah! So in the these 60s. guys were like, vampires are cool right now, and we'll make Lamora and do this acid kind of, trip like, vampire movies. Stew. Of like all these other literary right, so it's just a bunch of dudes just getting ripped in their basement. I like, think that's what, what California movie making was in the seventies. Yeah, Jack so. Nichol- yeah. Jack Nicholson and fucking Dennis Hopper were just like, yeah, man, we'll fucking <laughs> we'll just put a camera <laughs> we'll up and tape one of our fucking parties. It's, it's <laughs> they find a bunch right. of our Hell's Angels buddies so, over and make yeah, a fucking that movie. movie like, good. Here's it the thing: it's like, yeah, it looks great. So, but was that called Hell's? But I guarantee you, these movies both start out in the exact same place. Went way uh, Jack, I'm sure Dennis Hopper and Jack Nicholson were a better shit than Richard Blackburn. That was the problem. Probably. This, this well, is, he got some bad shit and made this movie. Or yeah. maybe he just didn't, didn't have what it takes. You know, I mean, maybe not. Yeah, if he didn't, stick he didn't it. do it again. Because now, I mean, you cause you fail upwards in, in Hollywood. <laughs> Making bad movies doesn't stop anything in Hollywood. Well, it's not only in Hollywood. I know some people. Failing upwards, but all right. So the the girl. Okay, so we're, as we recapping the plot. 
<laughs> so she's trying still. still to get a hold of her dad, but her dad has gone all bestial. So yep. Lila eventually escapes. I don't remember how she got out of there because she exactly. eventually sneaks into I think a she coffin. Just straight up fucking walked out. That was the, the shadow over Ismuth part. That was when she like she I thought that was when she got to the abandoned town. No, because it, show, it showed town in it's the so, back of a like a, a hearse that's they they're taking a coffin to the ceremony. Right, which is going to change her. Well, she sees her biting the other kid. Oh, that's what it is. But how'd she get out of the house? She like climbs she, out of the window just like Shadow Yeah, she and then she that's runs right, around. The shadow over she she, she, she climbs the out of the window, uh, goes down. She goes into like there's like a wing she that nobody's that in. Hallway. She goes. She goes across. That's like, yeah. She goes across that hallway. That's when she goes across the moonlit. Night courtyard All the or whatever. Are talking to her. Okay, saying, let's be leave. fair. Everything is moonlit in this movie. Yeah, it's very. But that's cool. very just specifically that that part was the other shadow over Innsmouth, like right. completely like whoa. And she sneaks up to the window, sees her like caressing, and then bite the other child. Mm-hmm. That's like, when she ah! sees the fangs for the first time, and yeah. like, oh my god, she's a vampire! If you haven't figured it out by now, that's what's going on in this movie. She runs away, and she okay, so she steals away in the the and she she, they, hides she ends in the coffin. up. They take her to this other town, right? Which is basically like a steel mill or something. I think it's just like the town. And because yeah, they take her to Astaroth. She was just like, oh. she was like her, like the lady's mansion was just like, I want to say the outskirts. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because the there is like the western town. Yes. Right. And then there's like the big industrial building. I would say those yeah. are yeah. both just different sections. Yeah. It's okay. like town, you hit industrial building, and then Captain two Obed's, miles away uh, is her mansion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, Captain yeah, Obed's right. like, uh, it's man, the refinery. The refinery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, I didn't Jesus. Think about that. Yeah. One yeah, more. Did you got to read Shadow Over Ismet that watches? You'd be like, holy fuck. And then the other part of town is just Spawn Ranch. Like, yeah. Shoo away the Manson family for, right. for a day to shoot yeah. this movie. Yeah. yeah, who knows, right? That's what that was supposedly was, right? That was a movie branch, maybe Spawn Ranch. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that dude owned it. He was used for westerns and yeah. other bullshit like that. They must have those towns just laying around all over Hollywood. Yeah. Or at least they did. I know there's one. T- fuck, I can't recall where it's at, but they still got western towns. Yeah. Set up just for Hollywood. I just read Helter Skelter, so it's fresh. So did I. Yeah, like last year, that was a good thing. That was uh, a good thing. <laughs> good book. I'm saying good book. Fucking pigs. You know what you should read? So that was Bugliosi wrote that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you should read uh, Charles Manson in his own words. Oh, Because yes, I feel like... Let's take a weird turn. It's... <laughs> Uh, let's just let's, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyway, once they get to Astaroth proper, a full-on war breaks out for no explained reason. This is where was that was the I vampire mean, world fight, right? Yeah. So I mean, v- I vampire was actually vampire. was it or the the uh, yeah. the feral <laughs> yeah, vampire vampire versus the, the but I actually gothic, was like, I was with Quaker this movie up until this point like I could follow what was happening for the most part I mean I'm not saying it's the most entertaining thing but at least you could <laughs> figure out what was happening and once they got to the town it's like the the editing the direction like everything started to to collapse there's a moment. Uh, where she's running from these warring vampires, which have mm-hmm. lost interest in her. They like have interest in her. Like, look, there she is. And then they're being, you know, staked by, you know, yeah. uh, that you she, want runs, to eat her, right? she runs through a door and ends up back in the church. 
Every yeah. you remember every this? step you took was directed by me. Yeah, we get that. Well, that yeah, that comes immediately. It wasn't the after, church, right? It was just a church. No, she comes back and she's standing in front of her congregation, and we oh, see the correct. reverend right. oh, say, yes. "Like you know, he's adding to the whole thing of like you can't blame her. She wants to blah 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 blah." And then, yeah. and then I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? Yeah. I'm like, is this whole movie a dream told from, you know, I mean, again, that's where I'm so, reading it into this because I, the title is Child's Tale. It's I did some research and I have some information on that as Holy well. Uh-oh. Um, I will wait until we're doing the synopsis and then I'll bring it up because that's what it has to do. Because there was a scene that we did not see. I don't know where it I is. I feel like but it that exists. is true. And I know what it is, but we'll get to that later. Well, let's just finish. We'll finish the synopsis, uh, okay. and we'll come back. Right, as long as you remember this, I was I say, it. I you sure you don't want to just say it now? <laughs> yeah. No, because it has to do with the last scene of the movie. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. So, okay, okay, which we're already pretty much there. I mean, Lamora. Well, I have. She's I have like everything. Yeah. Just the the thing that like at this point, like Lamora. And I want to say some of the uh, like the voices that are talking. Yeah, it's the all the 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 articulate vampires are all saying it's like <laughs> you are actually the evil one, Lila. You, you want you, you know suck. to yeah. You want to constrain and desire. You know, you desire people. You want to drain them. It's yeah. all you. And I'm sitting there going like, I haven't seen any evidence of this in her character in the entire. Movie. Correct. She's been right. extremely pious and perfect. Yeah, they didn't even go back and like show her like giving us like a smirking well, look. But it's just because right. it's in everyone. Yeah, none of that. Yeah, right. It's in everyone. Well, and so I thought first when, like, when well, that everybody happens, wants to fucking rape and kill and blah, we just don't because we're civilized. But right, I thought we I, have it in us. I thought they were going to go for some weird morality tale when that came up. I was like, is that what they're going to do? Is like. This is in you. It's in all of us. I thought this for sure of what they meant when they were when they were doing that, and I was like, "That's yeah. kind of a weird twist, isn't mm-hmm. it?" <laughs> but I don't see where. I mean, I get. I guess what they're trying to imply is that you know, so she's on her road to vampirism because her character is already corrupted. She's been put just, up. They're just blaming the victim here. Yeah. Even if she's not, I think they're just trying to convince her of it. Like. So I think but she falls I, for it. She's I, like, that's okay, what I'm saying. you know, well, like, like, I don't know. She ends well, up welcoming. You can tell her to do anything. It's right, well, like, here, drink this obvious blood. <laughs> it's wine. It's wine. And she's like, okay. But that's, that's what I'm mean. saying. Like, it's not necessarily true, but yeah, she falls for it. Like, do you they convince her. No, but you do now. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's the power of evil corrupting or whatever that Lamora is. Because you're not afraid. Or is she being glamored by the vampire? Ooh. I mean, she was at some point. She, she said, look me in the eyes. Yeah. I mean, I always thought these movies go for like, well, not these part. movies, but this type of story, it's these always, movies. you want to become the thing that you're frightened of. That way you feel like it's not going to be as bad, right? Like, is that, if, but is that the message? Like, okay, you take well, all the supernatural I just, stuff I, this, off of it. Really, this is like, it's one of those damning, like, to, personally, I think it's one of those stories that kind of damns religion. You know, I mean, it doesn't really knock it down your throat, but it still is. You know, you got your priest character, the, oh, don't fucking touch me. I got a boner, you know, <laughs> like I can't touch you without getting a boner. So please just stay on that side of the room. Eat your fucking porridge. 
but uh, I wish religion, the dialogue was saying, bad. Well, but, we but she's a human. But everything but about her, her no, everything way. about her is super religious. And no, I can't because God and this, the, 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 and they're just. I think you're you still know, on a witch kick, and that's why you picked this movie because I, I feel no, it was suggested by too. a listener. Or a, just a lot yeah, of a lot of movies are like a lot of people that make horror movies about religion. They always go that route that somehow religion has suppressed these natural feelings in you, and. And it's almost like and exposure instead, to the well, vampire. Instead of going, well, a, instead of being a, well, instead of being a, it's one of those like you, you, they, the characters just go the full opposite way, you know. Like instead of being a well, huge easy- progressive liberal, you become a fucking diehard conservative. You know, you well, don't, that's why they go you don't become them. a middle person. It's just saying that it's just like yeah, your your religion suppress you because. You know, any structure and rule based anything makes you feel like fuck. I don't do what I want. You know, well, that's why they go for you it because they're so far like being told this way the entire time. It's easy to swing them to the opposite side. Well, that's why I wonder if it's like okay. So if we're supposed to take this from like if the movie is Lila's perspective, right? She's the one who's been uh, repressed by this you know religious upbringing, right? We're saying that maybe because her father was evil. So she has, she has, it's genetic, right? She's got something. No, okay. Well, even if we throw that out, if we say this is a feminist empowerment movie, holy shit. Because it's a girl who's de- wandering into the world. She's turning, coming what? of age. She's seeing the sexual advances of like apparently everyone towards her. And so in the end, she is somehow able to become the. Victimizer. She's the power. Right? No, I, I, I wouldn't say victimizer. She just becomes the one with power. But the way, but, but why is the that way always that always evil? Happens, yeah, why it's is always power evil always evil? That's movies, what fucks me right? up about. It. That's why I always feel like these people that make these like these people are fucking Satanist or something because they're like, yeah, become the devil. You know, that, that, of course, that's how you express yourself. Fucking, it's not showing. Like, like, that positive like a weird... thing. Even well, I mean, I guess for her, right in that moment, she meets the the Reverend. Who has had a subplot this entire just, month. Just is it a subplot? There. Yeah, he's been driving. He's just trying he's to just find Lila. Okay, also, he's hot as well. All right, just... <laughs> Uh, oh, I thought you meant he's attractive. He's no, no, no. attractive guy. He's he's maybe attractive. Yeah. No, he's he's physically sweating he's, for he's the for seventies. He's attractive. <laughs> and he ends up somehow magically finding the town right, so where he had there's the dead bodies. Right? She left the note. There's only one road. I don't think she said where she was going. All she said the note was that she was going to find her father. Yeah, she didn't say where. He didn't say. That's why it takes so long to get there. So he didn't find the original note. All over. I thought he might have seen the original note. No, and no, I think she took it with him. With yeah, her she to did find take the way, huh. but he find, he knows he must be on the right track because there's dead bodies all, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that tells you that the girl also, is nearby, is but whatever. Freaked out by the mass amount of dead bodies, not at all. Through him, just Dry. strewn her across the floor. Drives past them. Comes face. to the town. He's concerned? No, I don't know. He's concerned. <laughs> what happened here? Knocking through to find a payphone and call the authorities. <laughs> yeah, authorities. Payphone. Frontier justice out yeah. here. We ain't got no authority. It's we got to wait for the marshal to come around the, next. The month. bus driver, when the bus breaks down, breaks out the shotgun from over the top of the you know Fuck. the the window. That's how you deal with, uh, yeah. with shit that goes wrong. Is this movie? Uh, I said high above your hat. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is this movie like uh, saying something about the South? This, 
I'm just that, I just, just think it's, it's something about heavy Gothic. religion. Like, I think don't be. A, it's a cool place to put a movie. I guess that you haven't seen a hundred times before. Maybe right. So that has religious. Yeah, very deep sound spiritual. Those people are too religious. (laughs) We have to stick it to them, man. Me and my buddy Aleister Crowley. (laughs) He's English, though. What? Aleister Crowley? Well, but that guy made his way to fucking America. (laughs) So so that's what we're saying the theme of this is, then, right? By the way that it ends, so she puts the bite on. Well, she seduces. She seduces, uh, gets him to admit that he has that. Past all your religious shit, I'll get you to admit that you have lust and la 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 la. You know? Yeah, it's got to just stick I mean, it to the man. Like, Which I like that out. shot, by the way. The ending of her just being like, it was very, cool. Like, I liked it. That was cool. Yeah, you see some, was see a, some cheesy like, vampire shit from the seventies, but at least they're fans. Like were three decent. or three or four shots that were really nice in there this were, movie. Uh, there were a couple of ones just like, oh, that's cool. I, that, like that. I mean, like that one where the feral vampire was like reaching for underneath the wagon. I want to say like a table oh, when they were under, in the church under the pew. Yeah, like yeah. that was down. It was like, like a gray ah. church. It looked like they were in a parking lot. <laughs> like I couldn't tell. It was a church. Oh yeah, no the set. Yeah, set designs yeah. were. Not. I guess because they didn't the have blue light. It was or wherever the... they could find to shoot. Yeah, blue light. And every just... close up had a black background. It's like you can't tell where anybody is. <laughs> yeah. All right. So immediately following the uh, the her putting the bite on the the priest and become or the reverend. Sorry, and becoming empowered, taking the the the. It, it's like She's the it is like the sexual power, right? She's penetrating the. It's a ra- it's a reverse rape, then, right? Yeah. She's That's been what, threatened. I'm saying, a lot of these seventies vampires were always lesbian girl vampires, just sticking it to the man. God damn it, literal man having the fucking. I oh, enough of your was weirdly horny directors wanting to cast women. <laughs> That's probably true. That's probably it was just true. like creepy right. guys. Like, so I'm all for women in power. So this movies. one, you're going to rip that cape off and straddle him, right? I'm totally a feminist, man. <laughs> you just see this new movie I'm writing. Right. Yeah, I'm writing a movie. <laughs> Do I go back to my place? Oh, man, you'd be perfect for it. You got the... Best, uh, you have an exciting face. figure. Uh, you have an voice. exciting figure. Exciting figure. <laughs> I love what it's uh, doing. Come back with me. Uh, That's got to go on the me. wall. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Where's the wall? Yeah. So after she the puts the bite on her man. minds. Yeah. Then it, it cuts back to the church where she's right? singing uh, that same rock hymn. of ages. She's not singing anything. It just keeps oh, cutting back to a single frame of her. No, no, no. That was there. different. Part. That was, that was that? the flashback. Oh, that was the flashback. No, this. So maybe okay. So even though she's in the there's She's no, no thinking about all this sexist stuff. That's what's going on. That's right, the, so that's what this movie is really about. But that's about. not after everything. That's just cutting back to a uh, previous. Is it? No, that's what's she's really going on. The cross. The Reverend isn't there, but she's wearing the cross, and it's like daylight and everything. So then, well, you have but to that's read in her mind, whole, dude. Right, then, no, no. So here's this. She's I'm a church girl. Is that real? All right, so here's here, here's where it oh, comes in, it. guys. Right. She's in church, just thinking like I could be a slut if I wanted to. <laughs> like, that's what she's <laughs> thinking. So you're saying that the whole movie didn't actually happen. Maybe it's a daydream. I don't. While know. she's in church, I don't okay. know. Okay, she has to keep eating stuff. I have the answer. What? <laughs> this is about the scene. I don't believe this it. is about a scene that was okay. cut out of the Am movie. Am I right? Am I right? Come on. This Come is on. about a scene that's cut out of the movie. <laughs> so. He's so excited. So when it cuts back to the church and she's singing, it is meant for us to think that it was it's, it wasn't a dream, that kind of thing, right? It did that effect. Now we, the we scene that was cut out is that church. It was supposed to so it's supposed to be her singing, pans to the audience, the same audience from the church from earlier. Cut to her singing, then it ter- turns back. Vampire, vampire, sorry, vampire, vampire congregation. 
And she is supposed to be at that point. She is supposed to be singing for hell. Like she's one of the higher ups. Yeah, man. In These motherfuckers, the, like fucking <laughs> hell. Like she's like above. She's like Lamora, tiered. Yeah. Like you know, just below the devil and demons. Okay, so if that that were, was what if, was cut out of the movie. If well, that I was, was right, the anti-religion. <laughs> well, but how do you read that with the uh, the I read it, didn't I? Empowerment storyline. I don't think that, like you're saying. I, did, I, don't, I don't think I there it. is an well, empowerment storyline. Well, it is empowerment, but it's empowerment well, through okay, yeah. being evil. Like like so, you're, being good is just suppressive to women. Like the only way to be free is to. Fucking like, so act like that, an animal. But, you know? so but that logic says then that she frees all of the people who are in the church because they are all repressed and held by the the churches. And they're all women, and they're all women. So by her one coming by one, there, she liberates them all. She could through Satan. <laughs> she could. I think we're putting too much thought. <laughs> Into, I think that Mr. Blackburn hired whoever he could hire at the cheapest price, and he oh, wanted sure. he wanted a female. That's why it's lead in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, and I don't I don't think that I don't think that was as deep as we think it is. See, that's my always the thought with watching movies from this far back. I'm like, did these? It's people hard ever, to tell, right? It's hard. To oh, tell. It's hard to tell. No, it's I like, think, did they ever put this much yeah, thought into this? Lot, I think this guy put a lot of thought into it. I mean, obviously, he's <sighs> I think he's illiterate. Why is not a good stuff. movie? Combine it in a stew. The the thing that isn't in it's Shadow like, Over Innsmouth so or really Dracula is the the theme of this movie. You know the the girl. Well, I suppose maybe you have that now. But I mean the there I mean you have like corruption of the innocent. I suppose, but the whole like is, a girl the girl's coming of age story. That's not that's unique to this movie. I think. Well, that's right? what Alice in Wonderland is. That, it's a girl coming to age. Right. It's a girl that's exactly putting away her is, yeah. childhood. Ideas to become an adult, but this just adds the sexual. Uh, that is their idea of an adult. <laughs> yeah. I, it's the seventies, so sex is all they know about. Like, so, yeah, we're grown ups. So let's fuck. Maybe that theme was like there, but I feel like I okay. I feel like you're correct that those deep thoughts were talked about. Deep thoughts, but I think those deep thoughts were just talked about like while they were tripping on acid and right. spending their whole budget on. Blow. Nugs of weed yeah. and blow. Nugs. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be like. Yeah, if you don't think that they were vampire. thinking stuff out in the seven, you got to see. Like, no, they were, th- they were thinking it out too much. This is this is just like. Yeah, I mean, like, they, were, they were lucky they got anything on the film at all. From, from <laughs> just like. See, I think. Oh, no, pointing at the people, man. Between I think, doing rails and coke. I think a lot of bad films from the 70s come from trying to make state you're trying to make a statement more than you're trying to make entertainment or trying to you're yeah. trying to fucking be like yeah dude we're gonna we're gonna rip society open you're with very, our fucking lesbians which creates some awesome shit sometimes so, yeah. but like and fucking hardly though a lot of times it's just <laughs> like, like junk a lot of times all it is is, is just junk. I mean it, that's why most of it is exploitation movies because their right. idea of being I mean all these fucking people they thought they knew what love and shit was but they were all on just drugs that's why hate <laughs> exactly. Ashbury was like the capital of rape and heroin because it wasn't about love like all these people were like fucked in the head all these yeah so Colin there's an audio yeah. commentary on this disc are you telling yeah, me you have not watched is that it? with wow. Mr. Is that years years Blackburn himself yes, well, yes. Yeah. and the actors oh like Blackburn, Blackburn, uh, Leslie what is he, Gilbert, is he like a carpenter now or what I don't know what he does I don't know how you can make money right, so here's the thing though this movie wait 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 I got my cheat sheet oh, oh shit. so this movie came uh, came and went 
domestically did absolutely nothing. I think he just went. One day, Richard Blackburn was apparently in a... Uh, <laughs> he was in France, right? He was in a bookstore in France and found out that there are books that mention Lamour. Like, oh, in really? France... Of course, the French. <laughs> yeah, they said, like, this is this is art, because... I cannot believe it. I think that's so sexualized. I think that's the other thing, too, like, as you were saying about, like, you know, in the 70s, every, everything's trying to be a political statement. The best way to get that across is in exploitation, if you can pull that off. And a lot of people either fall one way or the other. Your movie's too political, nobody wants to see it, or it's too exploitation and it loses the whatever the the message, the message that's was. What, so he complained that that's why he thought that it didn't that the movie didn't connect in the United States was because it was it was a mixture of uh, an art film and an exploitation movie, but not but with a child. far enough on either side of the fence to attract that audience. Because it was uh, with a child, right? Your main character is a child. I 100% agree with that assessment, honestly. That's exactly what it looks like to me. Because obviously, this is right before every actor in this went to, on just to make exploitation films. Like that well, was obviously one of them did. <laughs> Everybody, nobody else in this worked again. Except, <laughs> wait, I got this High Pike. Hi Pike. Hi Pike. Pike, the bus, bus driver, driver. Oh also played Hi the Pike. mayor in Dolomite. Oh shit! <laughs> and Which he was is, Taffy is, in Blade Runner. Whoa! He uh, sells the. Is this Dolomite not count as an exploitation sell, movie? Which one? Does Dolomite not count as an exploitation? Movie? Oh no, it does it's totally. It's, yeah, but it's almost to a T. <laughs> He's the only guy who actually had a career. What's his everybody else in the movie's name? And is fucking Rainbow Blackburn. Smith, I guess. Blackburn. Blackburn. <laughs> Blackburn. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else. They lost their ass on this. Every other vampire was just God damn it, Tommy. Yeah, Richard. Richard. Damn it, Dick. Richie. Fucking Dick spent your goddamn inheritance on Lamora, Child's Tale of the Supernatural. It's in books, goddammit. They loved it. The French loved it. They get me. The fucking French like everything. <laughs> they think everything's so deep. old guys teaching each other on. They loved it. Shut I love up. how well, it, my penis it, becomes it erect when I when it, I watch this movie. It's so... Oh, this, uh, but their appreciation of it led to the movie being rediscovered. And, okay, so this is one of those things, like, if you look this movie up right now on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> oh, it has an 89% what? fresh Are you fucking rating. That's because people love to like if crap. You, if it's you very read, niche. And I think the only negative review I read of this was Elvis Mitchell of the New York Times Like was like, this is a crap movie that's I'm been with brought you, buddy. back. And you know, like, there are people who drive miles to go see these things in the theaters because we've got it. But every other review that you'll read is... Singing the praises of Lamora, well, yeah, but they're singing like the the B horror movie praises, like oh man, it was hilarious. Yeah, they did Sharknado, this. No, no, like as a serious, like yeah, I mean, they're like, like, like yeah, yeah. those people trick them. It's another way of saying I don't believe Troll Two is a good movie just because they want to have something their own. That's all it is. They want to convince is themselves that guys, nobody else right. gets, nobody this. else likes this. I don't it's, like it. It's the same reason why modern art is usually shit. Like two year olds can paint. Because rich people, since they'll pay $35,000 for it, they want to have convinced themselves. themselves they know awesome. something other people don't know. Like, people don't get this, man. It's not just four white boxes and a red background. They don't get what this is, dude, because we are in the know. We are of the, you know, enlightened. Right. I mean, and, uh, those people those people have a more in-depth 
perception of this movie than fucking Mr. Blackburn does. Well, I'm not saying they have a more in-depth perception of it because that was one of the things I was kind of interested interested about. I'm like, did anyone do an analysis of this movie? <laughs> right? Somebody wrote a paragraph uh, about it. Somewhere. No, I couldn't find an analysis. <laughs> I think we just did the best analysis that Probably, I've heard about I mean, this movie. Like this, uh, there's at least a page worth of text written in a in a fold out. Included with this uh, HD DVD, its influences and its Frenchness and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But that has got to be as far as it goes. This is the next level of uh, analysis like, of this movie. I think Colin Tonight told us right about here. it. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. that's <laughs> All right, so really quickly, before we get to uh, the mailbag segment of our show, I did look up uh, Cheryl Rainbow Smith and some of her other movies. Have like you to, seen? Change your name to spell it. How do you how do you spell uh, Rainbow? R A I N B E A U X. Yeah, really. Yeah, Rainbow oh, Smith. Seventies, bud. That's fucking trip out. Seventies. So, in addition to it's the like movies Rainbow, that we mentioned, have you different. seen Massacre like a, at Central High? Like it burned out. No. Okay. How Massacre about, at Central High. No. You haven't seen it. <laughs> no, just joking. <laughs> no, that may be the one. I was trying to describe to you guys like a horror movie that took place and like they go back and revisit a high school and it's fucking broken down and there's a killer in it. And it might be Massacred Central High. But it might or be Return to Horror High no, I don't with George Clooney. No, I don't think so. I mean, it The could faculty be. with Elijah Wood. <laughs> Massacred Central oh, High. I'm going to look that one up. Oh. There's a lot of horror movies with you know high school fans. Uh Also, Laser Blast. No, I've heard of Laser Blast. Laser Up in Blast. Smoke. I've heard like, of that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, she, she, she's she's a laughing though, lady. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she was in Nice Dreams and Vice Squad. Crazy Nice Dreams. All right. So that's until uh, her career ended in the '80s because of heroin. heroin. She auditioned like for a lot of great actresses. Jodie Foster's <laughs> role in Taxi Driver. Oh, good. Didn't get it. Could have changed her entire life. She would have been. I, she would have been just fine in that role. I think. Because she Probably. looks like... Well, she was too she old. She wasn't a fucking... She wasn't right. good enough for the pedophiles. <laughs> she was a little too old by taxi driver she time. She a pretty good... What are you, baby? 26? Old. Jesus. She was in Caged Heat. Swinging cheerleaders. She's a... Okay pom-pom girls. Yeah. Pom-pom girls. I love yeah. that trailer. <laughs> I'll never watch it, but... <laughs> it, even though it is out, Pom-pom girls is out on DVD. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, Richard Blackburn... Did have a small like Richard Blackman wrote in to come and yeah. small Thanks, starring guys. part in a movie that I've always wanted to see called Stunt Rock. Stunt, Stunt Rock. What are you see? You haven't seen? I got to show you the trailer. I this. guess what? so, man. There's a band called Sorcery. Oh, it has a guy who's dressed up like band. Merlin. Like you know, you've you thrown his staff like down on the stage and it like explodes, and it's all just stunt scenes <laughs> set to the music of sorcery. Weird. It's called stunt rock. Crazy. It sounds know, looks bitching. Yeah, that's very <laughs> weird sounding. I see if I can find be, the trailer. Have you ever seen that band that used to play in Rockford? That did I've that heard shit? of that. Like yeah. a sealed casket. Yeah, so, they yeah. They dress up like a wizard and shit. Yeah, one of the dudes is pretty funny. Wizard and a fucking knight and shit. They like they put like a fake castle up on stage and shitloads of fog. Wonderful. I have seen them. Not live, but. Did he have one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you one, too. Yeah, that's what I was trying to. Uh, <laughs> money at me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we should summon Igor. Igor, where are you, sir? Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. And thank you, Igor. Thanks. 
nothing about the shock collars or the smell or. Uh, well, no, like I fixed it. He can't. Or, yeah, he's got yeah. like a new earring, but I don't like it, so I wasn't going to mention it. But all right, we'll right. Up. Hey, let him. Let him. I mean, he's experimenting. To, he's, he's young. Let him express he's himself. <laughs> he doesn't get much time I'll outside him, of his cage. I'll let him do and it. Right. Now he's I want him to. Again. Let me open this greasy envelope to see what oh, our listeners have written in about prom night two. Yeah, uh, baby. Dom Cree writes in. Dom Cree. Uh, greatness. <laughs> there you go. He liked uh, Prime Night 2. <laughs> That's, thank you. <laughs> About Lamora, the uh, child's tale of the supernatural. Nick Hammond writes in with basically Nick, when he's writing in, he's writing in his final wrap up. He is. Basically, I can't believe you've seen this, Nick. Uh, a wise man once said, don't show it, freak show it. Wait, who? That's uh, Sean. He's claim. Sean's claiming it. True I'll or false? claim that one. I don't know. I might have. Uh, and he didn't mean this flick because nobody should be shown this movie. I just caught this on YouTube <laughs> and it was horrible. Slow, bad acting, bad makeup, bad storyline. Sorry, but I am passing on ever making anybody else watch this. That's that was- got the eighty nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> there you go. Because they're they're so. So in every coffee bar in Williamsburg. That's right. <laughs> Wrap-ups, then, our final thought. Oh, by the way, if you want to uh, write in and have your message read during, uh, you want to have Igor deliver it to us, uh, get a hold of us on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show or Twitter at Sat Freak Show. Or you can email us, old school, Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. And we will read, we promise, we'll read your comment on air. Maybe edited, maybe not the whole thing, but we'll read it. So our wrap-ups. For those of you just joining us, this is where we have our final say on the movie, and that begins with Travis. All right. Lenora. Um, This movie is the type of movie that makes me really appreciate, like, trauma movie. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where it's like you can compare bad movies and be like, well... Okay, this has no money, but I understand where all the characters are coming from. I know their motivations. I know exactly where I'm at in wherever town I'm in or whatever. I know. Uh, I know what's going on. Yeah, and this movie just like, yeah, I don't even think it's a good bad movie. Um, it's not a good vampire movie. It's got a horrible witch actress in it. It's got really bad makeup. I thought Lamora was kind of attractive. Lamora was attractive. She's a good, attractive lesbian. You didn't think so? But she, well, she dressed like a hobo. She had those fingerless gloves. I'm like, what are They're not even lacy. She just looked like a hobo. No, she did nothing for me. Well, she said, like, 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 like a techie, the, the like hair, high school like, drama. Yeah, she's got yeah. a weird face. It's just like, she could have been sexier. Like they She could have been. She, she's a sexy woman. They didn't need yes. to put makeup on her. Let's darken her eyes. She's a corpse. sexy in this. But, uh... You know, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, really. I mean, dude, as soon as I realized that I was in Shadow Over Innsmouth, I just started tuning out because I'm like, dude, I read this. Why am I, you know, why would I watch this dude's movie where he just, to me, ripped off? It's It can't be an homage. He just ripped, I mean, he ripped off the ticket station, the bus ride to Astroth, quote unquote, uh, uh, Innsmouth. Uh, the, the Astroth look, the, and exactly how she, I mean, that guy just t- took segments out of Shadow Over Innsmouth to use, and whatever, um, uh, blah, 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 but I don't buy it. Um, seemed cheap. Um, and like, yeah, nothing even too vampire happened in this. Um, no. It's a lot of just a woman seducing a young girl and a damning uh, commentary on, like, 
deep South religion, you know, the whole like, you know, the hypocrisy of everybody, blah, 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 blah. people telling you to live your way. Oh, they, they have their own feelings. I guess. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. I was about to say, I can guess I can understand why people, but I don't <laughs> like, I just don't, <laughs> but you know, Hey, not for me, whatever. There's, I, I rarely like vampire movies, let alone like lesbian vampire movies, let alone, uh, I, I mean, the reason this doesn't work is because it's a little girl. It's a vampire seducing a little girl, and you can't even be sexploitation because fuck, it's supposed to be a little girl. Um, <laughs> they tried, yeah, they, they fucking tried. yeah tried, but like, yeah, barely, it, it, barely. It, it's it's so weird when I see movies like this, and it's like, oh my god, look at how much they actually must have spent on extras and blah blah. It's like, and they could have made such a smaller good movie, you know, or just something. This you know, movie but, was PG. Yeah, well, well, but in the seventies, back in the day, yeah, right. What's if there weren't five uh, uh, attempts, or not even attempts, but uh, just you know, foreshadowing of rape in of a twelve-year-old in a movie? It was a you weren't doing it right. You weren't doing the it first right. scene: shotgun blast, yeah. two people in bed, and it was just PG. Yeah, blood. Oh yeah, but there's just like I don't know. There's like this movie forgets what the characters are supposed to be doing. Like there's too many like store. I mean, this guy borrowed from too many stories that he forgot. Like, what are the characters supposed to be doing in right, these? So it's in like, my borrowed, there's versions. not even like a bunch of subplots as much as just just like shit thrown at you, just shit thrown at you. Just like, oh, these guys are gonna come barking out of here. I mean, and the like, only subplot like they try. It's gonna I mean, kill the witch. Why are the? I mean, the only like, subplots like they have like the the reverends trying to find Lila. And then forever. Well, anyway, my and, wrap and then up is the one it. I don't even understand <laughs> that you guys did. Yeah, I said fuck. <laughs> Damn it to hell! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. I spit on it. Sorry, Lamora. <laughs> he actually did spit. Sorry. Nope. Uh, no, no. Spell it. I, I just, I, I, <laughs> like I want Lenora because there's a no in the middle, just so I can say no more. Oh. Just like ah, I like Lamora no more. Lamora more like Lenora. Lamora no more. Yeah, I like that. No, no, more like Labora. I couldn't. As I was watching this movie, I couldn't believe that it was just like this. We're really sitting here watching this for 20 minutes. Her traveling. To a town like I just I the uh, no nothing about this was entertaining uh, I don't like I, I, I don't like this movie I can't <laughs> I, I just, the nothing was interesting in this like the character of fucking Lamora she's not interesting uh, I mean you know uh, there, like we said there are a few shots in this movie that you're, I appreciate you're, you're drooling wipe like, <laughs> <you're, laughs> uh, sorry. I'm getting ravenous over my <laughs> dislike of this movie, but uh, Lamora's like she's not an interesting, but she's very. It's it's all very slow. Like if they're gonna, the, everything they do in this movie is just slow. She explains everything to uh, Lily slow. She talks slow. Everything happens slow. This movie and, and, and yet we still don't know what the fucking plot is. No, and no. The, and why is there a fucking war? <laughs> I don't. How can they be so slow about everything else? But I still don't fucking they get set it. That I'm not up. stupid the, guy. There's uh, the smart ones and the other ones that go off in the woods, the and at some point they have like, to fight. I mean, the makeups. You know, they, it's it's that. It's, it's of, the makeup is definitely of that era, which is just that. Just no, they were better uh, in that era. I mean, they were, but it's just that gross. Just like no. 
don't watch this movie. Like, there's nothing interesting about it. It's boring. Ugh. Fuck you, people. 89%? Fuck you, people. Take yeah. that. I don't want that anymore. All right. Lamora. No. <clears throat> um, you know, I think... I think I'm the kind of person that says I like like shitty B horror movies, and then <laughs> you come across a really and then something like movie? this falls in my lap, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" That's a mystery science. Like I have, I have like, oh, that's a fun B movie, and then I have like that's mystery science theater three thousand. Like you need people just talking over it and making and ridiculing it, just like to make said, it like it's <laughs> like if I wasn't like I was biting my tongue watching this whole thing with. Sean Collin, because I wanted to save shit for this, to talk this. That's like an amalgam of Sean and Collin. Sean Collin. <laughs> Sean Collin. You guys, it's, that's the Malort talking. <laughs> that's the Malort. Um, oh. Otherwise, it's one of those movies where you kind of have to just like joke about it with your friends, because if you're watching alone, I would have just fallen asleep. Like, yeah, no, no, <laughs> like, it was rough. Like, Ten minutes in, I'd be done. I would just fall asleep, like because like, the first time like the old lady like singing to her for... Four minutes. I was like, okay, this is just it's gone. It's like they had they had to reach a certain amount of like, time limit, so they had to stretch. <laughs> yeah. It has to be eight minutes, hence, or they hence, won't take. Hence the frozen shots for a fucking yeah, it's five only an times hour and twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's eighty minutes. <laughs> eighty. Uh, and it feels like forever. No, I don't. Like, this I, is epic. I don't feel good. I don't feel good for having seen this. <laughs> My stomach oh. hurts. Oh. I don't know. Very <laughs> inconclusive. Best review That's ever. The best review ever. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's good. That's good enough. It's good enough. Uh, Perfect. All right. So I've just been handed the box where it clearly says on the back one of the most beloved horror cult classics ever made. The art right there in front of that box looks pretty good. Yeah, I know. That's actually what... Okay, so that's what enticed me to get the movie. This is back in the day before Netflix, where if you wanted to see a movie, you had to buy the fucking thing. And and this was like... The ad was in the back of Rue Morgue magazine. So this is the recent past, right? Uh, And I'm like, I gotta fucking check this out, because this looks... Yeah, and I mean, yeah. No, if I saw that, if I didn't know what that was and I saw it like disc replay, I would buy that for like mm-hmm. three bucks. Yeah. It's a good poster. You see the poster for the actual movie, the theatrical posters, you wouldn't see that. <laughs> um, however, I don't think I hated it as much as you guys did. Um, what I liked about it was, uh, you know, and I think I said this before in some of the other movies that, you know, I've liked, there's like a, the mood, tone, and atmosphere do go a long way with me. So, like, the setup for this movie, you know, is intriguing to me. I recognize that it's HP Lovecraft, but I think, you know, to me or, and Dracula, but I like those things. And so when I see it, I'm like, Oh, this guy's seen the same stuff that I have. So it makes you feel that kind of kindred spirit with like, this guy's on my wavelength. He's seen the same stuff that I've seen and he's reconfigured it in a way where it's not just a complete lift. You know, it's like adding elements from like a whole bunch of different things into the stew. It's a pretty movie. I think it's very blue, very colorful. I don't know if that's the transfer that they did, but I mean, it's nice to look at. There are some nice shots. I'm not saying that it's well directed or in some cases, uh, like the cinematographer, maybe it's the editor let him down, but sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. But as you go further into the movie at some point, and I, for me, like I was with it even through its its slowness, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, I sit here and I watch them alone. I stay awake because I'm, you know, interested in something about it. 
But somewhere in that last quarter, like it starts breaking down. Like I, I like tonight I'm watching. I'm like, I don't remember this at all. I mean, I've seen the movie because probably I either turned it off before then. or <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it did fall asleep. I don't know. You know, but it was like, I'm like, I don't, I remember how the very end, obviously she becomes a vampire, but the whole thing about the war between the, the it's two tribes, so it just, war. it comes out of nowhere and it's not done particularly well. I give credit to the guy for being, if it is kind of like, hey, we've got some money, let's go out and put on a show. And they, you know, get their friends together and they write this thing and they do like this period, you know, film and you're, you know, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps kind of thing and making it happen. I give them kudos for that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, listener, you got to understand it's like they had no money. So like they were going to the five and dime to get the makeup, you know, they weren't able to, you know, like uh, production design the thing very well at all. Uh, so it is like it just reeks of cheapness. And it, so it's like, man, this would be one of those movies that maybe you you should remake. Instead of remaking something that's good, remake something that has a kernel of an idea that might be, you know, that you could explore yeah, and Suspiria. do it better. Yeah. Don't remake. Yeah. Don't remake Suspiria. Don't remake fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Dawn of the Dead or any of those. Yeah. Go back and remake something like this. And would you want to take the like to the woods and the the, 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 the it's just like too much of it is taken from Innsmouth and like I don't know too much of it. You'd have to like rethink this idea. I, I do like uh, I did like the, a lot of the coloring for it being mostly shot at night mm-hmm. with like the harsh blues. I think it actually kind of worked well. Yeah, and the red in the window of the yeah. you know and stuff like that. Lamora's cape that being little, red in the inside, like, not realistic on purpose, which I liked. Which I thought was maybe a little overdone. Like in that scene where she was before she caught the bus, it was like that looked like a, like a high school play prop set. Yes, you know, actually, see, this is the thing. Like oh. when you're saying that, that reminds me. Like the first time I watched it, that scene where she goes to the town and is being accosted by everybody. For some reason, it it reminded me of a like <clears throat> they used to have these things called like after school specials or Hmm. whatever, right? Where you would come home from school and there'd be a movie on or something with a message. And I'm like, this movie reminds me of what I'm, but now I'm like actually sitting there going like, did I fucking see this when I was younger? At least that moment, you know, that scene. And like, somehow it's like crept into my mind and, you know, then I'm like, it reminds me of this kind of thing, but it's actually reminding me of the, of itself. Like I saw it. I don't know. Yeah. That was the Maybe, only set in the whole movie that did that. It was a. It was like shot in a regular church. It was, you know, shot outside right. of a real house. It was shot on Spawn Ranch. Yeah, but the the, <laughs> the set like where the bus station was. That's that's some but, set some. But that set right, where the but, bus station was was just so fakey. It was it, weird, yeah. right? But it feels like that thing where TV you have movie weird. right. But it's that character who's like. Standing on stage, hawking to himself, going through a dilemma, and then the light pops up on someone mm-hmm. who's just like, "Well, you shouldn't light, yeah. do this," and it's then it goes stage dark. Play. It is right, and then it comes up. It's like, yeah. like, "Well, maybe you should do this," and then it goes dark on them too. But a lot of people like, did that. Remember when we were watching Fan of the Paradise and how uh, yeah. it's uh, stylized? Um, God damn it, De Palma! Like when they did the court scene, you know, they just put a big American flag. You know, they just did that in the seventies. They instead of using money, they tried to do really Art Deco bullshit. But then sometimes it's just like fucking shit. Well, it I looks th- like they're playing in a cardboard box. Plays into what Colin said that there was just like fucking. We have no money, and wherever 
if this janitor will listen to this fucking set to shoot for you, two hours, then we're doing it. That movie's like, wasted money. It's not no money, it's wasted money. Way too many people, shitty effects, but just wasted money. If they would have had a smaller oh, idea. What wrap-up is this? I don't know. Right. It got fucking so, <laughs> totally out of control before I even got here. Well, I guess my final thought on it is, it's like there are, there's... Something about it that sticks with me. Either it has imagery or the concept or something. Uh, it makes me remember it, you know, after I've seen it. I'm not saying the end, obviously, but, you know, there's something about the movie. This has got an intangible quality that I'm like, you know, I'm interested in it. But I don't I, – I can't recommend it to – Everybody, it's like one of these things where, like, either you and if you listen to this podcast this far, you're not going to see it anyway because you're under the impression that it absolutely sucks. Uh, maybe, maybe they want to hear people talk about how much it sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I it's mean, vampire fans, it's, right? Like, vampire fans love vampire movies. Well, I have to assume the person no who's listening, they are. the person who's listening to this podcast, has already seen the movie and is listening for some kind of validation of like their point of view, right. which they're not getting. They're listening to us like completely trash the thing. Well, no, you're you like it. Well, <laughs> you're, yeah, but it's like I'm standing kind of, up for it. Like, we're all right to this movie. I'm like, it's a rip off. You're like, no, it's I'm, all. I'm it loves it. There. <laughs> We've like, trashed other movies. This one was all right. Shred. As far as right. Oh, I was. Well, I'm not like, yeah. and that's the thing too. I mean, like as a Maybe Saturday Night Freak Show movie, Maybe it wasn't like a fun experience. It's not bad enough to be fun. It's serious enough, I guess, and that's the, the difference between like this and the, the trauma movies that use the same yep. budget level. It's like, this was serious and trying to do like some kind of, you know, develop a, a, a theme and tell some kind of, you know, that's it. You know, okay, sidebar, <laughs> if, this is, if this is a fairy tale, a fairy tale's purpose is to have some kind of cautionary you know, uh, ex- yeah, for the 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 reader, yeah. like you know, for the grace of God, go I. Kind of like you know, stay on the path and don't wander off it, or other something's going to happen to but you. Is it a fairy tale? This, it, but it has the structure of a fairy tale, but it doesn't deliver, right? right. I mean, because right. what's yeah. the cautionary tale? It's just, it, there's no. It's just like it is. It's just like things happen. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's, it's, it's giving in to the evil thing I that mean, you've been told really, is evil. It's almost like a fairy tale. It's almost like what we do nowadays with Maleficent and shit like that. You it's know, just like, it's, we're, it's, uh, we were told that this is bad, but it's actually freeing. It's, it's a very mar- communist like, fucking concept. <laughs> is it like? I mean, given to. I mean, she didn't. She was pretty good. I mean, she was just really naive. I guess it's like. I don't know. Have some Mary. broken street smarts. Is that like the <laughs> end game here? Like, what? I don't get it. Yeah, because she's know. forced into it. I guess at the end, kind of. Or con- oh, even into when it. she's like giving the blood wine, it's not like you're like, okay, well, yeah, I'm well, in this wow, house you're an with idiot. I'm a 13 year old girl in the middle of the country with no money and nothing. So I better okay. do what I'm told. Yeah. So even then, there's no. No, you're right. There is no morality tale. Yeah, so it doesn't qualify as a as a legit fairy tale. I don't know, whatever. It's uh, it's an interesting piece of work for some of you. For others of you, <laughs> stay away from it. My personal feeling is that I'm about halfway there. I really like the first half or so, and then uh, it deteriorates. So I can't recommend it, I guess, based on that. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching Travis's movie. Travis is going to show us... We're going to watch In the Mouth of Madness, the immortal oh, classic, the last yeah. good John Carpenter movie, the last good horror movie, if you ask me. Whoa. The last good American-made horror movie. Damn. Whoa. Yeah. I oh, just yeah. read a I article 
was in the Mouth of Madness the scariest movie of the 90s. I don't remember who it was by. It has to be. You can probably Google that. I showed it to a 55-year-old man. He goes, it gave me nightmares, Travis. <laughs> I like it. Do you just hang out with 55-year-old men? I'm just curious. Yeah. It was a, a covert. Wait, you got to tune in next week to find out. Uh, okay, so that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, the basement is going dark.